Robert Arthur was surrounded by strangers. He stood outside the entrance to Lovecraft Middle School, watching the students pass by, searching for a familiar face. Everybody was talking to someone. Kids were joking and laughing and goofing around, but Robert didn't recognize a single person. Earlier that summer, his neighborhood had been redistricted. This was a fancy way of saying that all of his old friends were attending Franklin Middle School in the north part of town, but somehow Robert got stuck attending Lovecraft Middle School in the south part of town. His mother told him there was no say in the matter. It was just the luck of the draw. But you're going to love it, she promised. They spent millions of dollars building this school. It's brand new, state of the art, with a swimming pool and digital chalkboards and everything. Oh, it's such an incredible opportunity. Robert wasn't so sure. He would have happily traded the swimming pool and digital chalkboards for the chance to be with his old friends. He had a hundred different worries. Who would sit with him at lunch? What if he needed help opening his locker? Wasn't anybody from his old school here? Beside the main entrance of the school was a large digital billboard with an animated message. Welcome, students. Please report to the athletic arena for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. It might have been faster to walk through the building, but Robert wasn't in a hurry. He took his time. Circling the outside of the school, marveling at how quickly it seemed to have sprung from the earth. Six months earlier, this was all abandoned farmland, full of weeds and mud puddles and sticker bushes. Now there was a four-story classroom building, tennis courts, a baseball diamond, and lush green grass as far as the eye could see. When Robert reached the athletic stadium, the bleachers were Packed with spectators, students, teachers, parents, news reporters, everyone in town had come to witness the ribbon-cutting ceremony. Everyone except Robert's mother, a nurse who worked the early shift at Dunwich Memorial Hospital. Most mornings she was out the door before Robert woke up, so she rarely attended school presentations or class trips. Sometimes this bothered Robert, but today he was grateful. He knew the only thing more embarrassing than sitting alone at his new middle school would be sitting with his mommy. All the other kids were sitting with their friends. Robert climbed halfway up the bleachers and squeezed between two clusters of giggling girls. He tried smiling at them. None of the girls smiled back. The ribbon-cutting ceremony was already underway. First the mayor thanked the governor, then the governor stood up and thanked the teachers' union, then a bunch of teachers got up and thanked the parents' association, then a bunch of parents cheered and thanked Principal Slater. Finally, Principal Slater stood up with oversized scissors and sliced the long green ribbon in half. At precisely that moment, the clouds turned gray and a low drum of thunder rolled across the sky. It was weird, Robert thought. Just one minute ago, it had been a perfectly pleasant and sunny day. Now suddenly, 
It looked like rain. Fortunately, the ceremony was almost over. The grand finale was a special performance by the Dunwich High School Marching Band, complete with drums, brass, and color guard. They paraded across the field, playing the Stars and Stripes forever. Robert glanced over his shoulder, peering up at the bleachers, scanning the faces. There must have been four hundred kids in the arena. He knew that sooner or later he'd have to recognize someone. And then he did. The worst possible someone. Oh, no! Robert immediately faced forward. But it was too late. He'd been spotted. Hey, Robert! Is that you? Robert Arthur? He couldn't believe his rotten luck. Glenn Torkels. The one person he knew at Lovecraft Middle School... And it was Glenn Torkels, the bully who had tormented him for years. Robert, I'm talking to you. Definitely Glenn Torkels. Robert tried ignoring him. His mother used to tell him to ignore the bullies, and eventually they would leave him alone. Yeah, right. I know that's you, Robert. I got a real good memory, and I never forget a face. Something slimy hit the back of Robert's neck. He reached up and peeled it off. A half-chewed gummy worm. Turn around and look at me! Robert knew that Glenn would get what he wanted sooner or later. Glenn always did. Robert turned around and another gummy worm struck him right in the forehead. Glenn laughed uproariously. <laughs> Bullseye! He was seated two rows behind Robert, looking much like he did back in elementary school, only bigger. He wore the same green army jacket and the same grubby blue jeans. His dark blonde hair was still plastered to his forehead, still looking like he'd cut it himself with dull scissors. Glenn had always been the biggest kid in the class, but over the summer he'd ballooned into the Incredible Hulk.